Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell. We're going to have a really fun two-hour segment tonight all about Winter Olympics and Celebrity Big Brother. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. So, switchboard phone number to call in tonight, 323-642-1556. Again, area code 323-642-1556. You also can tweet me live during the show at Coffee Talk WC. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to, to hear them. Or if you want to call in, I'd love to hear your beautiful voices as well. So I'll either read your tweets live on air and or call in and, and uh, speak your mind and share your thoughts again on Celebrity Big Brother and or Winter Olympics. I'm going to go ahead and start off with a song called Let's Go by Bean. Check out her music at beanmusic.com, and I'll start watching the switchboard for your calls. Here we go. Enjoy. Are you ready? Again, that was Let's Go by Bean, also known as Noel Bean. Check out her music once again at Bean, B-E-A-N, BeanMusic.com. So <clears throat> I thought we'd do a excuse me, fun segment 
forgive me, I have a lingering asthma cough. I had the flu around Christmas, turned into pneumonia, finally infection cleared, the confirmed by the family doctor and all. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I still have this lingering asthma cough, but at least I'm feeling better overall. And uh, speaking of asthma, oh my goodness, I'm glad Omarosa is okay. Excuse me. Well, that was a little scary. I, I mean, I myself have asthma. I do can and do empathize and sympathize for her. I know that how scary that can be. And so I am glad she's all right, back on the show and all. But, of course, I am ecstatic that Ross Matthews won HOH, Head of Household, on Big Celebrity Big Brother tonight. Uh, great episode. And uh, like I always say to Ross, you're doing an awesome, awesome job. <laughs> Keep it up. want you to win all the way, so I really hope so. And uh, so I'm going to read some tweets, see what people are saying about Celebrity Big Brother as well as Winter Olympics. I mostly watch ice skating anytime Winter Olympics is on. I tried watching a few other um, sports of the of the Olympics recently, and silly me forgot to record the opening ceremonies, and um, I think I was watching a movie actually at that time on TV. So hopefully I can find it on YouTube. I heard they did Gangnam Style at the Winter Olympics opening ceremony. That sounds pretty cool. And I also want to find out if a couple of my old high school friends that I pointed out to each of them that they were actually both there for the weekend. One's there, lives only three hours away because her, her military husband and another old high school friend uh, stationed over there, uh, Angela. And then my old high school friend Jeff is, oh, excuse me, not Jeff, sorry, I think about Jeff, another friend. But anyway, Kevin, Kevin Gerard, he is a photographer uh, for USA Today for the Winter Olympics. So I'm hoping they got a chance to meet up before Angela had to leave town, go back a few hours away to her, her hometown where her husband's stationed a military base. So we'll try to get updates on that during the show tonight. Let me play one more song, just doing the promos, you know, over on social media, letting everyone know the show's on air and to call in and get your thoughts and feedback on Winter Olympics and or Celebrity Big Brother. So those are two big trending topics right now. And uh, as a matter of fact, speaking of Celebrity Big Brother, I know I'm kind of alternating back and forth here, Olympics Big Brother, uh, but yeah, Celebrity Big Brother, I know it's one of the trending uh, hashtags on <laughs> on Twitter tonight is Regretta World Peace because, <laughs> no, Meta World Peace, the basketball player, he's so funny, as saying, oh no, like he regretted realize, not realizing until afterwards that when he voted for uh, eviction that he thought when you say, I vote for so-and-so, he thought we said, I vote for Chuck. He thought that meant I vote for Chuck to stay, but it ever it actually means when you say I vote for so and so, you're voting for whoever you want to be evicted. So he actually was voting I vote Chuck to be evicted, but thought he was voting for Chuck to stay. And as a result, well, even even if it really wouldn't have been too much a cause and effect because it was like almost all votes except for one. Uh, Almarosa was the only one that voted for for Chuck to actually. Stay technically meta, I guess, thought he was voting for Chuck to stay. So I guess it doesn't matter too much. That would have been even a bigger deal if if, if he had been like that deciding vote. But uh, anyway, so on Celebrity Big Brother, James got to stay. Chuck went out. And I'm wondering if they're starting to regret it because they're noticing that Shannon's the strongest player so far in the game. And she and uh, James are the closest. They're pretty sure they got final two deal. <sighs> I hope Ross made the right decision. I'm not sure, Ross. I'm really not sure. Um, he, he decided to go ahead and put Omarosa and Keisha both up on the block because they were the two that they felt, you know, turned against their alliance, their big alliance. And it was like all girls in Ross <laughs> and then a few guys in the other alliance, basically. And um, 
Yeah, Ross even mentioned just this tiny thought he had for a moment. He confided Marissa from Hairspray, the Broadway girl, confided in her. They seem pretty close, Ross and Marissa. And uh, they're definitely a fan favorite. I know the past uh, four had four past winners uh, in Nicole, Josh, and Derek, who two of them rooting for Ross to win and two of them rooting for Marissa to win. So that would be amazing if Ross and Marissa made it to final two. And I am kind of starting to wonder if Ross made the best decision or not because he had that, for just a split second, that thought, that idea they showed him confiding to Marissa saying, maybe we should split Shannon and James up. However, Shannon and James are in a final four deal with Ross and Marissa, ironically, but Ross is kind of catching on, and uh, yeah, because even Shannon convinced James to throw, was it James he convinced to throw the, yeah, the HOH comp too, was uh, in the final, was it Ross and James? Yeah, um, Ross, it was in the, uh, Ross and one other contestant, I believe James were in the in the last two of the HOH competition, and then he uh, James threw it, so Ross would win. And Ross even saw them talking, so he's kind of catching on. So I'm like, oh, no. But he thought, you know, to appease everyone to put Keisha and Alvarosa on the block and split them up. But I don't think they're the strongest players. So, oh, good morning, Screaming Eagles. I'm so happy to see all the <laughs> – they just told me good morning in the chat room. Good morning. I missed y'all so much. I missed y'all. Oh, I'm so happy to see y'all. I've been looking forward to seeing y'all all week. I felt so bad because I didn't put two and two together. And uh, until after the fact, I would have told y'all last time when I was on air a couple of weeks ago, I made a little like 15 minute segment. I'm not sure if you, if y'all heard it. <gasps> Master Sergeant Burby, is that you? Is that you in the chat room? I hope so. I've been praying for you. I missed you so much. I missed all of you. Yes, I went to my friends, my old college friends. We have an annual tradition. We always get together, go to their house for Super Bowl. It's a lot of fun, Super Bowl party. And, of course, I was the only one rooting for the Patriots because of y'all screaming Eagles soldiers. Uh, the rest of my friends there, they were all rooting for the Eagles to win, and they did, sadly. I'm so sorry, but I did. I cheered for those Patriots. I was a loner, and I didn't care because I knew, I knew that I had y'all all rooting for them too. Y'all are the only reason why I rooted for the Patriots, actually, because I don't really. Well, and because Michelle Chamuel is from from there as well, from New England area. Oh, Master Sergeant Burby, I'm so happy to hear from you. I've been praying for you. Are you doing better now? Yes, Mom. <laughs> You're so funny. It's so. Oh, I'm smiling ear to ear. I'm so happy to hear from you. This is wonderful. I just thought I'd do a fun segment talking about Celebrity Big Brother. And Winter Olympics. I know what a disparity, but yeah, <laughs> two hour fun segment. Sorry, I logged in a few minutes late. I was watching Celebrity Big Brother right before <laughs> I started the show here. Yes, I missed y'all so much last week, and I definitely missed you a couple for a couple weeks, Master Sergeant Burby. I'm so happy to hear from you. Yeah, keep talking to me in the chat room. I'm watching. <laughs> Let me know how everyone's doing, how you're doing. Oh, but uh, yeah, I was just talking about Celebrity Big Brother. And that, I don't think Omarosa nor Keisha are the strongest players. Ross Matthews, my favorite one, uh, head of household, and put those two on the block, Keisha and Knight Pullum and Omarosa, because they're, um, they kind of went against the big alliance that Ross and all of them were in. But I'm thinking he should have put <laughs> Shannon and or James on the block, because uh, especially Shannon, she's, a, she's rocking it. So Shannon from American Pie, the real pretty foreign girl from the uh, actress from American Pie, is well, she's proven herself that she's extremely intelligent and extremely pretty. <laughs> very beautiful and very smart. Back to active duty. 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Did you did you get to go home and visit everyone? Did you, did you enjoy? Did you get to enjoy some time with uh, family and friends back home, Master Sergeant Furby? I hope so. <gasps> oh, Emmy's back too. Awesome. Emmy, I missed you too. How's your toe? Are you healing? Oh, I'm so happy to hear from y'all. I get really sad when I don't get to talk to y'all. Seriously, you have no idea. <laughs> I worry about y'all. I pray for y'all all the time. Oh, it's so good to hear from y'all. I've been looking forward to doing the show knowing that y'all will be tuning in. Oh, sweet. Let me play Time to Go Home while I know y'all are listening. Oh, great. I get to talk to Emmy after. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm going to go ahead and play Time to Go Home for a moment so I can type in the chat room with you, Master Sergeant Furby. So I'll be right back. Um, but to everyone listening, you are all welcome to call in. I'd love to hear all of your beautiful voices. Call into the show. Say hello, 323-642-1556. Again, area code 323-642-1556. And uh, call in and share your thoughts about Big Celebrity Big Brother and or the Winter Olympics. And or you can uh, message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. I'll read your tweets live on air, but I'd love to get your calls too. And in the meantime, let me go ahead and play my song and dedication. I like, love to play for my Screaming Eagle soldier friends and to all military and veterans and your loved ones. I can never say thank you enough. So thank you, Times Infinity, for all you all do. Here is Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Oh, before I forget. I'm sorry, I know I'm about to play the song, but I don't want to forget to mention this. Uh, also, keep in prayer. Um, um, speaking of Michael Ferranti, he's he's doing fine. He's all right. He's doing well. Um, got a little bit of bad news. I just wanted to share with y'all real quick here to ask for prayers for uh, Colts player and uh, Edwin Jackson. NFL Indianapolis Colts player Michael Ferranti became good friends with him. His name was Edwin Jackson. And uh, he passed away, I think, February 4th, just a week ago. And a uh, very sad, very sad situation. Uh, they think, I think the story is he was like in an Uber. He got sick. It was like 4 a.m. So his Uber driver pulled over. They were on the side of like a road. Um, Uber driver got out with him. And a DWI, a drunk driver, drove along and hit both Edwin, the Colts player, and the Uber driver. And they both they both passed away, unfortunately. And the background story is uh, when Mr. Franti was in rehab, physical therapy rehab, you know, in the hospital re- rehab facility, all that. And I think in uh, Colorado, uh, speaking of Olympics, <laughs> the doctor, the surgeon is also or was surgeon for Olympic athletes as well that uh, Mr. Franti had. Amazing, amazing surgeon. And uh, anyway, so Mr. Franti and Edwin Jackson had bonded, you know, over that time, and his mother, Edwin's mother, was there too. So Mr. Pronti, of course, is very upset about it. I, I, my heart goes out to Edwin Jackson, his mother, and all his family, as well as the gentleman, the Uber driver that passed away as well. So uh, Jeffrey Monroe. So please keep Jeffrey Monroe, the driver, Uber driver, as well as uh, Colt Indianapolis. Excuse me, I cannot say Indianapolis. <laughs> I get tongue tied on that. Uh, Colts player Edwin Jackson, both on that passed away. Please keep their Loved ones in prayer as well. And, uh, okay, I didn't want to forget to mention that. So I will, oh, okay, I'll be right back, Master Sergeant Burby. I am reading as you as you type. I'm going to play the song for you all. I'll be right back, Screaming Eagle Soldiers. All right, here we go. So here is Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. This is for you all.
Once again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Check out his music. He's currently on tour as well, so check out his tour dates and, and music at uh, michaelfranti.com. I know he's got a big show coming up not too far away. I can't really exactly look it up, but it's at uh, Red Rocks in Colorado. It's one venue that I definitely want to go to. Like Normally, I I don't mind just like going to a venue close to home, like House of Blues, one of my favorites. It's probably been about... And Dallas-Fort Worth have been to most of the music venues, at least one concert at each. Um, but this this is the one, the only one, like, concert experience music venue that I would care to go out of town for because I've heard amazing things. Red Rocks is an outdoor venue, and they, the musicians all want to go there. They say it has really good acoustics. It's beautiful scenery. It's, it's like, on this hill. Um, people love to go, like, when it's not concert time to just jog up and down the stairs and Oh, it just looks beautiful, really cool. And I love Colorado, too. It's really pretty. But uh, I have a few friends up in Colorado. I, I guess I could handle living there. I do like cold, but, you know, I'm in Texas, so it doesn't snow nearly as much. Which, speaking of snow, oh, my goodness me, the Winter Olympics look freezing cold. <laughs> uh, no, my, my friend Kevin from high school that works for USA Today uh, doing the photographs, they hooked them up big time because it's so cold. They gave them really nice jackets and hats all with the winter olympics logos to keep them warm and even here on the local news they were showing these jackets where they push this button and it warms up the whole jacket because it's just so cold out there (laughs) just crazy just so crazy uh prescott by the way my dog says hi to y'all screaming eagle soldiers he is in the office with me he's he's taking a nap right now he's doing pretty good uh he rests a little bit more but he's actually doing pretty good i'm so thankful um, you know, the good news is that he, you know, the bad news, of course, he was diagnosed with a heart murmur and and um, the soft tissue sarcoma, this kid's like a cancer, where he has internal cancer bumps. Uh, but the good news is the further test revealed that his cancer, thank goodness, is only localized. And uh, on the heart murmur, it is not heart failure. It's uh, less of his heart is a bit enlarged, but they said he, he's still all right for now, just kind of a wait and see monitoring him you know he turned 10 on new year's day thank y'all so much for praying for him i know he and i pray for your canine partners as well and we just really appreciate y'all uh keeping y'all you know keeping us in your prayers and thoughts as well it means a lot but yeah so prescott i definitely wanted to share that with you he is he's doing all right he says hi he's sleeping right now but if he wakes up he'll probably start digging for socks and <laughs> and bark i think i told y'all before he never does that and like he's in the office with me during the work hours during the week when i work from home and he never ever it's so funny he never digs for socks until it's during the talk show only when he knows y'all are listening isn't that funny it's like he knows that you're canines and y'all are tuning in because i i'm I, I've never seen him do it until then. It's so funny. Normally, his thing is Frisbee. He and I love to play, play uh, Fetch and Frisbee. He's really good at Frisbee. So cute. His favorite Frisbee, by the way, don't ask me why, but since he was almost, not, not maybe one year old, pretty young. He's had this one Frisbee forever. I have to wash it all the time. It's just the outer ring. He, he like, when he was, like, one year old, he tore the inner part of the frisbee out and it's just like the outer ring of it and that's his favorite frisbee he plays with regular frisbees too but it just cracks me up <laughs> how he how he did that and that ends up being his favorite toy go figure so funny it's like that story where you always hear the parents go to get uh, really nice christmas gifts for their kids 
And then the favorite thing the kid really wants is just to play with like the wrapping paper or something as being their favorite thing. <laughs> That's kind of how the frisbee turned out. <laughs> but uh, so funny. But let's see, just for grins, what people are saying. Uh, we'll start with Celebrity Big Brother because I know we're going to probably get more in depth with Winter Olympics because that's a more serious topic. <laughs> well, it's a fun topic too, but uh, let's see here. Yeah, I've been making a point to appreciate the Winter Olympics a bit more and not just watch ice skating. And I watched a few other events, but I don't know what they're called. They look like they were like team skiing, look like a whole group of people going down the hill together racing each other on skis. I was like, wow. And some of them fell. It scared the heck out of me. I do love watching snowboarding. I watched this awesome interview with a 17-year-old male that won gold medal for U.S. Go USA! He he looked a little nervous and shy. And, um, but, wow. Snowboarding looks so fun, but dangerous, too. It's so fun. And, uh, yeah. But ice skating has always been my favorite thing to watch when it's Winter Olympics and when it's Summer Olympics. Gymnastics is my favorite Swimming I love, but I prefer swimming. Like, that's my favorite sport to do. It's kind of like basketball. I'd rather play basketball and watch football, and I'd rather uh, be swimming than watching it and rather watch gymnastics. <laughs> well, I, I used to be able to do a few things like cartwheels and stuff when I was a kid, but, boy, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I'll be maybe just a moment here. I'm just typing my... Uh, excuse me, I'm about to type. Give me just a moment. Um, I'm just toggling between screens for just a second here. Going to read to you all a few tweets about Celebrity Big Brother, and then we'll get into um, Winter Olympics, see what people are saying on that as well. And I'll keep watching the switchboard again. That phone number, 323-642-1556. Again, 323 uh, what did I say? Three two three six four two one five five six. And you can also tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC for the show, and uh, share your thoughts on Winter Olympics and or Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so I'll go in here. Give me a moment. The keyboard got uneven. Ah, <laughs> there we go. All right. Okay, let's see what people are saying. I'm a little nervous about this because I have no idea what people are saying. Okay. <laughs> oh, y'all know I love Ross Matthews. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Hunter, also known as G. Apple Hunter, wrote me every time Ross speaks on Sorry Big Brother. And it's just a little gif of laughing. Oh, that's cute. Like GIFL animated clip of a, like clapping and cheering and laughing. That's so fun. It's funny. Oh, no. What you going to do? What a funny Twitter name with underscores in between the words. Well, you'd have to want a comp first, so good luck with that, sis. <laughs> she wrote that in reply to the Big, Big Brother updates. Uh, celebrity Big Brother. Almarosa said to Keisha, I am not going to be the one sending the brother home. I will have every single beige person on the block before I put you or Maida up. Oh, wow. 
I, I mean, honestly, I like them all. Omarosa, of course, is my favorite. Omarosa is probably my least favorite. But I do have a heart. I mean, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen. I was sad to see her have an asthma attack. I have to go to the hospital. I really don't like when it turns into racial. I really don't. I almost wouldn't have read that if I'd realized what I was reading until after the fact or before. You know what I mean? There's a... But, uh, excuse me. All right. Let's see here. Give me just a moment. I was just thinking about this. This this was kind of bothering me the other day, so I'm just going to kind of vent rant about the Celebrity Big Brother. Like, I love this show. I love Big Brother in general. But it is one thing that I don't like that seems to happen every season. Not even Celebrity Big Brother. All of them. It, it seems like, and maybe that's part of the whole psychological part of the social game putting strange normally well they're strangers but some of the celebrities know each other some do not but why does it always have to turn in a racial divide i hate that i totally hate that like golly you know just but yeah i think each of them have something to bring to the table i don't like that and it's vice versa it's not just almost talking like that they've all you know had their not all of them but some of them have had their share vice versa so i'm just saying it just it just saddens my heart when I see that. It's like play the game fair, you know. Don't make it about that. But then it is a social game too, so I don't know. Okay, and let me find a couple more tweets about Play Big Brother, and then I want to play another song and jump over to Winter Olympics. That's really cool to talk about too. They shouldn't do have-nots on normal season either. It's a joke, and they don't have any consequences for not following the have-not rules anyway. Waste of time. I didn't even think about that. Oh, what what you going to do also (laughs) posted, tweeted that, and that was in reply to ATDWX, who who made a good point, said that the celebrities don't um, have uh, have have-nots. I didn't think about have-nots is in case you don't watch the show. They have different... punishments um like where i don't know what that means just a moment here um so yeah basically where like um you know, I think they usually choose like four of the contestants per week that have to do have nots where they, they're very limited on what food they can eat. And they call it slop. It's basically like oatmeal and stuff for the week, pretty much. Sum it up. I'll be right back. I'm going to start your braving with type since you only have a few minutes left in the uh, internet chat room. And I'll play one more song, and then when, uh, we'll, we'll maybe read a few more tweets about Celebrity Big Brother after that, and then switch gears to uh, Olympics, but Winter Olympics. But if any of you want to call in about either topic, again, the number is 323-642-1556. And give me just a moment here, play a different song for y'all. I'm, man, I, had, I didn't sleep well all weekend, <laughs> so I'm trying to wake myself up. I know I'm, I should be drinking coffee right now, and I'm not. Bad me, silly me with my show called Coffee Talk with Shawl. <laughs> all right. I hope you'll stay well. So here is Bean's uh, song called Stay a While. Be right back. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
Once again, that was Stay a While by Bean, also known as Noel Bean. And again, check out our music at beanmusic.com, B-E-A-N. Oh, my goodness. It's so frustrating. I apologize when I cough. It's like I really am feeling better overall. It's just this lingering asthma cough. It's just, ah. It more drives me crazy than anything else. And I think the most challenging part is when I'm doing my job, I talk on the phone all day. I do inside sales. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. It's just talking all day like eight ten hours straight well I did 11 half hour days last week anyway but eight ten hours straight talking so much in a row it just triggers the asthma and the the dry cough it's it's I don't know well if anyone has asthma you probably know what I'm talking about I call it like the asthma cough (laughs) but anyway but coffee does help hot tea at night coffee during the day is definitely soothing and helping and as well as Dayquil and NyQuil (laughs) and of course my inhalers (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I think it's just triggered because of the whole flu and all that mess, which, by the way, oh, my goodness me, I know I can't complain. I mean, I see all these horrible stories about the flu epidemic, and all my thoughts and prayers are to to all of you. Oh, my goodness me. It's just so crazy. Um, Yeah, I mean, just here in Dallas-Fort Worth alone, just over the weekend, they've Oh, it was so sad. A teacher passed away. Another lady passed away. Uh, I can't remember the total number of many infants. I mean, there's three strains of the flu, A, B, and C. I had strain B, the moderate one. And I think it turned into A because then it turned into pneumonia. But uh, not all of them, but the ones that passed away recently, they did mention um, had two strains of the flu, but some only had one, and a lot of them already had like underlying health conditions that unfortunately came up to the surface. They said that's why my asthma got bad because the flu turned into pneumonia. And of course, pneumonia triggered my asthma. Cause an effect. The only, the only hopeful news I got is our hospital and 
the and my family doctor both each told me um, that over the last two three weeks the numbers have gone down. Like who's saying the flu epidemic's getting better? So hopefully, hopefully. But yes, Master Sergeant Burby and I are chatting in the, in the uh, chat room and just reminding him and reminding all the screaming eagles. When y'all finally do get to come home, you are all welcome. Do not forget that. My neighbors know. I really sincerely want y'all to come visit and celebrate homecoming. And I, oh, I smile just thinking about it. And I have so much motivation. Y'all would be so proud of me. I'm slowly but surely getting better. I did commit and dedicate January initially to y'all, and then I rededicated February to y'all. I'm probably going to go dedicate through March because I'm still a little under the weather with the asthma but I have been trying I haven't I've have worked out a little mostly just walking um trying to get better healthier and y'all definitely you have no idea how much y'all inspire me so much I want to get fit again I, I grew up then and um I had endometriosis got real sick when I was like 24 had a hysterectomy at 29 I was on all these hormone treatments and the hysterectomy and I just I gained a lot of weight not 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 saying excuses, just saying cause effect. But I, you know, I know I'm in control of myself, my body, and we're really looking forward to the challenge and, and um, in so many ways, trying to improve my life, myself, uh, you know, work hard, play hard motto, <laughs> socially, uh, you know, reconnecting family, friends, visiting more often, calling them instead of just texting Facebook. Like I have all these New Year's resolutions, goals, um, working out more, uh, eating healthier. Like I love, thank goodness. I love salad. That's always been a win-win for me for salad, but been doing more smoothies. Um, soda is my weakness. That's my biggest weakness. I have tried to, to alternate it with like iced tea water and such, but it does help. Like when I take the walks, I like to chug water basically, <laughs> but, uh, I know I'm nothing compared to y'all with your strengths and fitness, but y'all inspire me so much. And I just want y'all to know that, that, um, yeah, I am dedicating the rest of February and probably March <laughs> to y'all. Cause I was trying to dedicate like each month to someone special. And of course y'all are extremely special to me. And, uh, January came and went, you know, with the flu and pneumonia, I didn't really get much done. And, it's still early February, and I'm starting to, you know, with asthma part, has held me back a bit, but not nearly as much. Oh, I love that. When you feel pain, that's weakness leaving your body. Oh, I'm going to remember that. Oh, thank you so much, Master Sergeant Burry. I've got it. Oh, can I use that as quote of the week? <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, man. Does that work mentally, too, mentally and physically? <laughs> that's weakness leaving your body when you feel pain. Oh, my gosh. That's a beautiful quote. Thank you so much. And see what I mean? Y'all inspire me so much. You have no idea. And on top of that, y'all are also inspiring me because I've told y'all many times before about my stage fright issue. So I'm redoing this online comedy class. I'm taking it very seriously. And I've been doing the notes and everything. I'm doing all the homework lessons, everything. Um, It's just amazing. And I'm learning so much. And uh, I'm realizing, you know, things about myself and, and and um, getting better at it, and I love learning, never can stop learning, it's always good to grow every way you can and learn more, so what I realized is on that aspect, if I put in the effort, the time and effort, do the work, do the homework, do this class, and take it seriously, learn the formulas, figure it out, 
with uh, writing because like 80% writing, 20% performing. And I realized for me personally, my parents taught journalism in English. I majored in public relations slash journalism. I love to write. And of course, you all know I love to talk. And I realized if I take the writing part more seriously, I can get my confidence up, conquer the stage fright. Because, you know, it's all about the 80% writing. If, if I get really good at that, then I know, hey, I can do this. You know, then I, I won't have stage fright. I think that was part of the issue. I didn't feel confident about my writing material. Exactly. Never give up. Oh, stand strong, army strong. Who are to you? Thank you again, Master Sergeant Burby. So, yeah, so I have a lot of awesome goals, and I'm very excited and putting some of them already in the works and have many more. I think I told you all before, I bought like 10 calendars. No joke. I went to the dollar store and got like 10 mini calendars because I was like, I need a calendar for my diet. I need a calendar for <laughs> my workout schedule. I needed a calendar for my job schedule. I need a calendar <laughs> for stand-up comedy, you know, because I'm trying to um, finish the online class and all that. But then I also have a calendar, like all the open mic schedules, which I'm hoping to start by March because I'll, should be done with the class because it's like it's three steps the class online class doing all of that homework and you know lessons and once I finish that by the end of February if not sooner then I have to go back and you know apply all everything I've learned back into my own writing you know material and then by March hopefully take what I've written and, and put it into action and start doing the open mic so I got held back and I'll be honest I got a little depressed about the setback because you know you know how it is New Year's resolutions January and then I was like I was all sad because I was all sick and, and I was like oh no I didn't get anything done in January at the flu pneumonia and you know I just worked slept worked slept and then I realized each day is a new day a new opportunity and uh something more to look forward to you know I was like uh, y'all just helped to remind me of that and I appreciate that more than you know so yeah so I'm I'm getting slowly but surely <laughs> there it takes time I know but oh, I hope by the time y'all do come home sooner than later I miss y'all and really want y'all to come home so bad but I do hope uh, have a, a few goals I hope to be thinner and stronger <laughs> physically emotionally mentally all that and more and i also hope to do an awesome stand-up comedy show for y'all in the meantime i'm gonna still try to put one together for y'all by by phone on air as well um you know in the meantime i'm gonna work on that uh, and apply these goals so y'all help motivate me in so many ways as as you now know i just wanted to share that with y'all felt felt it in my heart to tell y'all that love y'all so thank y'all. But yeah, Prescott, he woke up for a moment, but it looks like he's eating. <laughs> uh, I thought he might bark for a minute and say hello. I need to teach him the speak command. He actually doesn't know the speak command. He just barks sometimes. Sometimes a lot, sometimes a little. <laughs> Usually he barks when, when he knows that y'all are listening. Prescott, you want to say hi? He's really tired. He went back to sleep. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but uh let's see here we still got an hour and 15 minutes to go awesome so again call into the show if y'all want to talk about um big celebrity big brother winter olympics or just say hello or you know share your thoughts on any other turning topics or i should bring open mic back i really want to give everyone a chance again to call in and do poetry music comedy all that it's so fun oh speaking of i also want to mention i'm sorry to be sad again but i still in my heart i definitely want to ask everyone to also keep a local 
comedian in Thoughts and Prayers. Unfortunately, we, we lost him to depression, to suicide, uh, Josh, Joshua Fisher. I didn't know him personally, but a lot of my comedian friends knew him. He originally was from... Did you hear Prescott? Do you hear... Yeah, they hear you. There's Prescott. <laughs> it's okay. He, he, he heard someone at the door, so he's barking. It's okay to uh, Prescott. They say hello, Prescott. So, uh, yes, if y'all don't mind, sorry, we got a little sidetracked, but if you, <laughs> Prescott's so silly, but if y'all don't mind, if you can keep Joshua Fisher and his family and, and friends in your thoughts and prayers. Um, he was originally from Buffalo, New York, and then uh, moved to Oklahoma and then performed a lot in Dallas-Fort Worth. He, he gave tons of comedians, I know, their first paid gigs, opportunities. Everyone had something really nice to say about him. Not, never said a bad word about anyone. I uh, heard heard of him, seen his his act before, but didn't know him personally. Prescott, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, do, do your canines hear my dog? Can your canines hear my dog? Oh my goodness me, he's so silly. <laughs> he's definitely giving y'all lots of love tonight, saying hello and all. He's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness, but um, uh, anyway, um. Uh, so unfortunately, he yes, uh, Josh Fisher that passed away. So just if y'all don't mind, keep him and and family, his wife and and the rest of his family, friends, and thoughts of prayers. So my heart is with the the local. We call each other comedy family. You know, we don't all know each other, but it's kind of like y'all military. You know, you have your your military family, army family. That's how we are with comedians. We've got like our comedy family. So I'm definitely thinking of all of them as well. Um, Okay, I'm going to go ahead and play another song because my voice needs a moment to rest. <laughs> and let me get Prescott settled for a moment, too. Make sure everything's good. And I'll be right back. Oh. So I'll be right back. Give me just a moment. You okay, Prescott? He's good now. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, trying to find a song for y'all. Oh, you know what song I really should play? I'm going to play right now, and y'all know why. Here is Angry American by Toby Keith. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead. So we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I Somewhere in the back, as soon as we could see clearly through our big black. 
Again, that was Angry American, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue for Toby Keith. And I also dedicate that to the Streaming Eagle soldiers and all military and veterans. And again, can never say thank you enough to each of you for all you do. And Master Sergeant Burby, in case you're still listening, I enjoyed speaking with you in the chat room. I'm so happy to hear you're doing a bit better and keep in touch. And I miss y'all too. Thank you again for um, reaching out. I missed y'all so much. I'm so happy to be back. I had fun at Super Bowl party, but it was just like, oh, why does Super Bowl have to be Sunday night? <laughs> I was like, oh, overlap. Normally, like, if it's Grammys or something, I record the show Sunday nights most of the time, you know, watch it after I do my talk show. But yeah, I didn't want to break the, the Friends annual traditions just once a year. And I mean, we get together, we try to get together once, well, we used to get together once a month. Lately, it seems like once every two, three months if it works out, but so I definitely needed to make a make the effort to see them for Super Bowl, and um, it was always it's always good to see my friends and their kids. They're so cute. My friends Jen and Sean that hosted they have two girls, Savannah and Kira. Shout out to them, and I love talking music with them. They both play an orchestra. Oh my goodness, how old are they now? I want to say seven and twelve. I know I don't think I'm getting ages right. They're five, I think five years apart. And it's so cute. One of them plays cello and one of them plays viola. The younger one plays cello. And it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. It looks like a baby cello, baby-sized cello. I'd never seen such a tiny cello like uh, Kira plays. And then Savannah plays viola. And I didn't realize viola, they also have different sizes. And Savannah's getting older and, and getting taller. And she told me, I think she's at the second to last largest viola size you can have I'm like oh my goodness y'all are growing up so fast <laughs> but I love I love getting to talk with them especially about orchestra and music because I grew up playing you know violin and orchestra percussion and uh, French horn and band and French horn is a great instrument it can fit easily within 
orchestra or band, by the way, but I was in high school band at that time when I played it. And, uh, yeah, funny story. I played violin. I was in orchestra from sixth to ninth grade. And my high school uh, started at ninth grade. And it was a big deal for me to switch because, especially back then, I don't know how it is now at schools, but for music, well, some schools don't even have music programs, sadly, now. For me, though, when I was growing up, it was like you once you chose, like you pretty much chose your path sixth grade on. You know, they come, the counselors come to school, and they're like, okay, choose sports or music. It was like one or the other. Hardly knew anyone that got to do both. <laughs> it's time management. It's difficult to do both, but it's pretty cool if you can pull it off, do sports and music. So anyway, for me, it was a turning point in my life. It may sound silly to some, but for me, it was a big deal. It taught me you can, you know, always change your path, do whatever you want. Um so sixth to ninth grade, I played violin with an orchestra, right? And I don't know, something came over me that I just wanted to change so bad. I watched the marching band at the football games, and I just wanted to be a part of that so bad. I loved percussion especially, and I was just like, oh, I really want to be in the band. I really want to be in the band. And I don't know why I was so scared to tell my parents, maybe because, you know, put all that time and effort in the orchestra, and I was actually getting really good at it. So the reason why it was a big deal also was because the first day of my sophomore year, um, come to find out I was going to be first violin, which is a huge deal. And <laughs> like lead of the orchestra, first violin, chair and all. And I switched to band. So here I could have been cream of the crop and I switched to being the lowest on the totem pole, the newest, you know, everyone else in band all had been in band already for, you know, a few years. Most of them started junior high on. I was like the only one in band I had no clue what I was doing. And my band director, my, my, kind of I kind of lucked out my father taught at my high school was friends with my band director my band director happened to also be married to my fifth grade high school uh, fifth grade excuse me elementary school teacher Mrs. McGahee shout out to her my favorite teacher ever besides my parents love you Mrs. McGahee miss you and <laughs> oh my gosh Prescott just got a sock screaming eagles I told y'all that is so funny he never does that until y'all are listening oh Prescott that's so sweet <laughs> That is the funniest thing. It's like he knows. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, he woke up and oh, he just had food and water. And then all of a sudden I look over and he found a sock. He never digs for socks. Only Sunday nights here when y'all are listening. That is the craziest thing, soldiers. I just think that's so cool. Oh, he is having a blast. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, no. Oh, I have, I think, oh, dear. I don't know what's going on, actually. Oh, no. I hope I, I hope I didn't hit a wrong button. Oh, dear. Oh, I, I panicked for a moment because I thought someone was calling on the switchboard. And it's really confusing because I think my work. Uh, yeah, okay. Somehow someone was calling on my work number, but that goes automatically to voicemail because I'm logged off. I'm offline on the work part. So it it kind of threw me off. It's still kind of confusing me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's really weird. So anyway... I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, okay. So, um, give me just a moment here. I have to, like, if y'all hear me just play a snippet of music once in a while, it's to make sure I can, like, hopefully hear um, hear it. Because the last couple of weeks, or two, last couple of episodes, last week I didn't really host the show, but last uh, two episodes the last over the last three weeks, during middle of the show when I'm on air, the sound just goes out. Like I have to re-log in and stuff. And then I think last show I ended up being on mute, not knowing it for like, not mute, but like some technical glitch where 
uh, y'all couldn't hear me like half the show and I ended up deleting the episode. I'll usually archive all the past episodes, but right after the show, but I was like, man, that's terrible. <laughs> so if I keep doing that, if you just hear it like this, <laughs> now you, now you know why, because I'm just testing the sound for a moment, but yeah, I saw some call that was weird. I wonder who was calling my work number 906 PM central time. <laughs> who knows? Maybe something about Monday morning stuff probably an appointment for tomorrow morning for work but anyway um I can't check it till tomorrow though but anyway um where was I oh dear I lost my train of thought I was talking about Prescott he's digging socks he never does that unless y'all unless it's Sunday night when y'all are listening and yeah I've lost my train of thought but it's okay (laughs) it's all good so if y'all want to call in and share your thoughts, I'd love to hear your beautiful voices. We've still got a whole hour to go, plenty of time to call in, say hello, have a fun segment tonight. Talking about Celebrity Big Brother and or Winter Olympics. Again, the switchboard number here is 323-642-1556. And you can tweet me live on uh, Twitter as well at Coffee Talk WC. And in the meantime, I'm going to play one more song. Give me. I was watching Wonder Woman earlier. I love that movie with Gal Gadot. Beautiful movie. If you've never seen it, check it out. I think it's on HBO right now. But anyway, something like that tonight. Um, this Lois Lane, it's another Bean song, but I was thinking about that Wonder Woman movie, and, it, and it's just so cute. And I need a minute to just re-promote on my social media, <laughs> remind everyone how to call in and all that, and about, and about the topic, see what everyone's saying about Winter Olympics and Celebrity Big Brother. So I'll be right back. Enjoy the music, and I'll keep watching for your calls. Thanks. Uh, 323-642-1556. Prescott just got a second stock, and now he's digging for a third. I can't believe he never does this until it's talk show time. That is the funniest thing. On the set of scene one, take 23, was the first time you laid your eyes on me. Like when I cuss, oops, you make me laugh, it's no mystery. Wearing your suit with those tights underneath, you got them fooled, but I know the truth, your secret's safe with me.
Peter Parker, I'm your Mary Jane, baby, if you just believe, fly away with me, you're kryptonite, I'm your biggest fan, when I feel I'm drowning, you're my Aquaman, even when the world don't see, we're superheroes, baby, you and me, whoa, 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 Once again, that Prescott. <laughs> Once again, that was Lois Lane by Bean. Oh no, I can't laugh because then I have the asthma cough effect. Um, Prescott has gotten three socks and he is on a roll. Do you hear him? He's barking to say hello again. He loves the Screaming Eagle Soldiers and their canine partners so much. Oh. oh. I, my heart just smiles every time I think about this. It's so funny. I am not kidding. He never, ever does this. And I mean, he's in the office every day with me, working, you know, during work hours every day, playing frisbee, taking naps. He never, ever digs for socks until it's Sunday night. Only for these two hours does he do this when he knows I'm doing the talk show and he knows the soldiers are listening. Oh, that's <laughs> – he just – he just laid on top of one of the socks. He has the three socks lined up, one, two, three, and he laid on the middle sock in the middle, all sprawled out. Oh, Prescott, you are too cute. You're so funny. Oh, I can't wait for the Screaming Eagle soldiers and, and their canine partners to meet you, Boo Boo. That's another nickname. He has a lot of nicknames. Puppy is his biggest nickname. Prescott's his official name, but I call him Puppy all the time, even though he's 10. So if you hear me say Puppy, it's because that's Prescott <laughs> Boo Boo because he <laughs> He reminds me of Boo Boo From Yogi Bear I don't know why he kind of looks and Walks like him he just has that personality Boo Boo Bear He's he's, he's multicolored He's mostly like kind of tan cream Brownish Spots so cute brown spots And he's a Carn Terror and Lasso Opto mix He has a lot of personality like Carn Terror Because he loves to run play frisbee but he also is a lot like the uh, Shih Tzu personality because the Carnter is a uh, cousin to the Shih Tzu. I'm sorry, excuse me. The Lasso Opso side of him is is cousin to the Shih Tzu. So, so yeah. So that's where he gets the that side from. Oh, he's so cute. But um, <laughs> that just really made me smile. That just made my heart smile, y'all. Because he never digs for socks until he knows y'all are listening. That is the funniest thing he's pretty smart but yeah he's laying down by the three socks he's so proud he found but y'all the soldiers i know y'all told me he definitely has skills like could have been a sniffing dog i i kind of get it now i love by the way the the, the megan 
uh, Levy movie, and I can't remember the documentary I also watched because they all have learned so much. I study, I studied about aerosol. I studied about uh, canine partner dogs, military. I've le- I've read about Iraq and Afghanistan. I I was never um, forgive me. I was never good at history, but again, as I said earlier, I. I love that it's never too late to learn you can always learn more I'm age 43 and I have started appreciating and understanding and learning more about military and history and your canine partners and and y'all as well all y'all do is military and army and aerosol specifically oh my goodness me I don't know how y'all do it y'all just amaze me so again thank you and your canine partners for all you all do and Prescott says thank you, too. He looks very content, by the way, right now. He also is looking forward to meeting all of you so much. <laughs> I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll look forward to showing off his sniffing dog skills for y'all <laughs> and digging for socks and, and all. Too cute. Oh, my goodness. Oh, a uh, really cool note about the Winter Olympics. I uh, just saw this on Twitter. I, forgive me, I'm not sure how to say the name. Uh, Team USA figure skater Marai Nagasu is the first American woman to land a triple axle at the Winter Olympics. Woohoo! Way to go, girl. That is awesome. So, again, if you want to call in, talk about the Winter Olympics and or Celebrity Big Brother with me, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Phone number again, 323-642-1556. Or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. And I've also got the Blog Talk uh, radio chat room open so let's see here give me just a moment see what else is going on switch gears to winter olympics for a moment here that that is really cool i love watching ice skating oh i'm gonna find the video and watch her triple axle later too cool so cool oh this is awesome go u.s more winners here we go Olympics tweeted uh, 13 hours ago that moment when you win your country's first ever men's singles Olympic luge medal in history. Oh, congratulations, Mazir. Oh, he won the silver medal. Oh, congrats. That's awesome. Way to go, USA. Represent. Makes me so happy. Wow. This is amazing. You, if anyone looks for is looking for inspiration, overcoming obstacles, check out Mark the, uh, Mark MC, excuse me, Morris, Mark McMorris on Twitter. Olympics tweeted, anything is possible. Posted a picture of him just from March of last year in a hospital bed. Oh my goodness, looks like ICU, really bad. Oh my gosh, breathing tube and all. And then, oh my gosh, what inspiration. February of this year, oh, wow, only a year later, March 2015, yeah, just a year later, one month less than a year later of him at the Olympics. Wow. Oh, y'all got a checkout story. Too cool. Let me retweet that. I think he's from Canada. I'm trying to figure it out here. Forgive me. I see. I think I see a, a snowboarder. Snowboarding is so fun to watch. Oh, you're going to have a show about him. Oh, cool. It's called Unbroken, the Snowboard Life of Mark McMorris. Probably about that whole background story. Oh, it was yesterday. I missed it. Hopefully they'll replay it. It says February 10th. I just realized that was yesterday. My bad. I'll have to look that up. Hopefully they replayed on TV or online. I love inspiring stories. Goodness. Wow. Oh, wow. 
Good for him. Yeah, Mark McNorton. Yeah, hopefully they'll replay it. It's a documentary about his life and that story. He's from Saskatoon, Regina, Saskatoon. Yes, he's from Canada. Okay, so I'm going to play another song, be right back, and share some more inspiring stories of Olympians. It's one of my favorite things about Olympics is the interviews and the background stories. Uh, I mean, it's like y'all soldiers. I like to hear, like, how how people get stronger training and all. You know, Olympics is definitely a great example of that with athletes and showing their discipline, hard work, dedication, overcoming obstacles, challenges. Because in my mind, I think, you know, you can apply that in, in daily life and, and, and all, you know, in so many ways. But definitely inspiration. That's why I like things like TED Talks. If y'all, any of y'all watch TED Talks? Those are so cool, hearing different stories and such. But, oh, yeah, the human interest story aspect of the Olympics is totally my favorite. Love to hear how what their challenges were and how they overcame them and, and got to where they are in the Olympics. Really awesome. Uh, I went to high school with a girl that won, oh, gosh, what year was it? Summer Olympics swimming. It's been a long time. And she had some kind of physical challenge, a setback, and overcame it. It was really cool. I love how my high school did not have a swimming pool. However, they let her train and swim at the local community college, North Lake College, shout out to them. Um, But, yeah, so it was pretty cool. It's really, really inspiring. All right, so here's the next song. Give me just a moment here, but I'll keep watching for your calls and, and talking in between the music about the Winter Olympic Celebrity Big Brother. I'm having a lot of fun. These topics are really cool to talk about. All right. The only thing about Winter Olympics I've got to say is how does anyone have time to watch all of them? The funniest thing, oh, yeah, before I play the next song, this is so funny. Speaking of that, I was watching the Olympics earlier, right, and they did this news you know, like you watch the news at night and they, the local news will do like a sneak peek, like commercial, like coming up tonight, watch this, we'll talk about this weather or whatever. And this is no joke. I think it was Channel 5, NBC News did a sneak preview earlier. I think, yeah, it was it was because that's the channel, like whatever channel Olympics are on <laughs> here in Dallas, so Fort Worth, Texas. And I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and I don't know if they're just hurting on viewer ratings. They're trying to get more people to watch, you know, because like me, people DVR a lot or whatever. But, you know, during the day we're at work and, you know, Olympics are like, that's the thing. I'm like, it'd be cool to check out all the Olympics, but how do you have time? The only person I ever know, have known, to, and they couldn't even go to all, see all Olympics was uh, my friend Brian from junior high. He and his family got to take off a couple of weeks of school and work and went all the way to Olympics of Canada because that's where he was originally from. So it was a big deal, and it was really cool, and they came back to hear all about it. So they, they attended as many events as they could. And I was, even here at home, how can you watch all the Olympics on TV unless you, I guess, record it all? I guess that's the only way. I don't know. I don't or, or you just have time and can stay awake all that time. So I was thinking about that because the sneak preak, uh, sneak preview, excuse me, sneak peek, this uh, commercial for the news earlier, no joke. They said, get this, y'all. They said, and coming up tonight, we'll show you ways how you can watch the Olympics while you're working. I was like, 
uh, say, what? <laughs> you don't want people getting in trouble at their job now. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, no, they're going to tell people, like, watch it on your phone, cell phones or what have you. I'm like, oh, my goodness, they did not go there. I mean, maybe have the Winter Olympics on the televisions at the workplaces, like in the break rooms and, you know, or on mute or whatever. I've seen that, but <laughs> I was like, oh, don't encourage people to get in trouble now. <laughs> anyway, it cracked me up. I was like, are they are they really hurting that bad on the viewer ratings? Seriously, I do wonder that. You know, if they're trying to get the viewer ratings up for the Olympics this year. I don't know. What do y'all think? <laughs> All right, just a thought. So let me make sure my sound's working. I'm getting worried. I hope it's still going okay. And on that note, I'll play a song, hopefully. That'll also test the sound for me here. Uh, so here is Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Franti Spearhead. Enjoy. I'm coming that I had to say When I wake up in the morning all I do is pray For some guidance and protection on the streets today And an answer to the questions I ask every day So tell me why did the birds that used to fly here Tell me why did they come to die here And all the kids that used to run here Tell me why did they load their guns here I remember in the days when we were one heart No need to be bent I just wrap my arms around you Don't give up this song is for you Hey, 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 no matter how life
So again, that was Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Frontian Spearhead. Sorry for that uh, moment, a brief moment of uh, hate dead air. I was like, oh, trying to hurry and switch over to the, the click the button. <laughs> but uh, again, we're talking about Winter Olympics and Celebrity Big Brother. If y'all want to call in and share your thoughts, I was just enjoying reading some comments about each on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Interesting stuff. Uh, people's opinions and all. Uh, went over to Ross Matthews' uh, Facebook as well to see what the fans were saying since he won a head of household on, on Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother tonight. It's so funny because it's the first time the U.S. is doing Celebrity Big Brother, and at the same time, of course, we've got Winter Olympics going on. So lots of fun stuff on television. I usually don't watch much TV, and I usually only watch ice skating for Winter Olympics, but I've been trying to expand my horizons and watch different events. And, uh, uh, excuse me, just a second here. <coughs> Asthma cough again. I was trying to click mute and I couldn't get it to it in time. So forgive me if you hear me cough. I'm so embarrassed when that happens. But again, uh, if you want to call in and share your own thoughts, again, the number here is 323 642 1556. Again, 323 642 1556 or tweet uh, live at Coffee Talks WC. No. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry about coughing. <laughs> and hi, Emmy. I'm so happy to see you in the chat room. I'm so happy I got to talk to Master Sergeant Burry earlier, and now I'm getting to talk to Emmy. That makes my heart smile more. So big, y'all don't even know. And uh, Prescott is so content after digging and finding three socks. It's the cutest thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just want everyone to, to be all right and feel better, you know? Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So I was reading some comments to about to Ross, you know, like I was just saying a little congrats note and stuff and uh, about the Celebrity Big Brother. It's, it's an interesting show, like, I've always it's one of the shows I actually would love to be on and usually I'm not too crazy about a lot of reality shows but I mean I like to watch music ones just because I love music but I can't sing I can play instruments but I can't sing but Big Brother is one that I think is really interesting because it's physical challenges as well as mental challenges and uh, along with social gaming it's like all aspects and you know now Celebrity Big Brother is not as challenging I think I'm not trying to mean say this meanly well i mean because they have different lifestyles so you know they don't have the have nots they can you know eat whatever pretty much well i don't know whatever but they don't have they don't have to eat oatmeal for a week what have you (laughs) and i think they have like this one ipad they're all sharing so they can get on twitter and stuff so you know normally big brother the civilian version i guess they say (laughs) non-celebrity version is um you know they would have the have nots and you know where you have to eat oatmeal for a week or whatever at times and you wouldn't have no uh, no connection with the outside world whatsoever, no social media for sure. And it's a little confusing because some people are saying for the celebrities that they can only post a tweet, but they can't read them. But then I see Ross's Twitter where he retweeted. I'm like, can he retweet? <laughs> so I don't know. Or is it just the show doing it to, to, to um, you know, promote? Who knows? But it is kind of funny because they made the house nicer and cozier with the, you know, uh, prettier furniture and decor. And um, uh, the funniest to me is the espresso machine, which I think is awesome because I love coffee, as y'all know. That part cracked me up. But, yeah, I think 
I think it would be a really cool challenge. I think you'd learn a lot about yourself. That's what I've always heard. The people that go on Big Brother, they learn a lot about themselves. It's like you get really homesick and really challenged, but at the same time, you make lifelong friends. And um, I think it would be really interesting. So I was think, thinking about this earlier. I'll mention it again because I'm kind of wondering what y'all's thoughts are if you're in Ross's situation. So you went out of household. And you have two people that were in your alliance, but they went against your alliance, you know, behind your back. Do you put both of them on the block, which was Keisha and Omarosa? Or do you put two people on the block or one of the two people, you know, maybe maybe one of each is hot, do it to balance it out. But then you, they, they say, quote, unquote, you don't want to get blood on your hands, you know, make more people mad because they'll try to backstab you later and, you know, put you on the block and evict you next. So dilemma was he chose to put the two people, Amarosa and Keisha, on the block because he had already told the Alliance he was going to do that. They were the ones that broke the Alliance, so I guess to appease his Alliance. However, he realized that the two uh, people in his Final Four Alliance, James and Shannon, are the strongest players in the lead, especially Shannon, and that he's pretty sure they've made a Final Two deal, and he thought about putting one or both of them on the block, but he did not, and I hope it doesn't backfire on him. What do you think if you were in that situation? Who would you put on the block? The, the two people that broke your alliance trust or the t- two strongest players that even though they're in your final four alliance? That's where it's tricky. I don't know. But then maybe hopefully it pays off because hopefully they stick to the final four alliance, and but then he has to beat them at the end, of course. I don't know. Well, that's tricky. But yeah, Shannon from American Pie, oh my gosh, the foreign girl from American Pie is totally kicking ASS on the show. She is so strong. Oh my goodness. Um, give me just a moment here. I'm typing the Emmy real quick here. And I'm going to read a few more tweets, play another song so I can chat with you, Emmy, in the chat room a little more, okay? Hang in there. Um, give me just a moment. Sorry. All right. So I'm going to read a four, few more Winter Olympics. Star Trek Discovery is is trending on Twitter. I'm getting off track here, but I just want to know why it's trending. Oh, this Enterprise Season 2, here we come. Oh, wow. February 11th today. Star Trek Discovery real-time action. Oh, that's cool. Disco party. <laughs> oh, Star Trek Discovery finale. Live long and prosper. Oh, cute. Oh, that's pretty cool. They had a little disco party finale. Oh, how nice. Oh, good for now. Yeah, I do like... I'm, I mean, I don't call myself a Trekkie. I did grow up watching Star Trek and stuff, but, like, obviously I'm not the biggest Trekkie because I didn't even know why Star Trek Discovery was trending on Twitter tonight till just now. Well, that's cool. That's really neat. Hmm. Okay. Oh, no, they, I agree with Emmy. I totally agree with you. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's the biggest. I love what she just said. She said they would not last a day there. That's right. Celebrity Big Brother was so different than, and they're not, and they're more spoiled than the regular Big Brother. You know, they got it a lot easier. Because uh, Julie Chin, the host, she made a good point. She was like, I just want to see who, who does laundry, who has to help others do laundry, because they're, you know, not all of them. Do laundry. Not all of them. A lot of them have, you know, go to the dry cleaners, drop it off, or have assistants help them, or what have you. And Emmy was like, they wouldn't the last day. They're like, could you imagine? That would be the true challenge. I think that would be amazing. I actually looked into that myself. I think that would be a good challenge for me as well, because it helped inspire me to try to get healthier and stuff. Is looking into like a 
a fitness boot camp that's like military style. When I was in high school band, we actually were a military style band, and that's the closest I ever came. I wasn't ROTC or anything, so that was the closest I ever came to any type of military discipline. And boy, I'm not kidding. If you got in trouble, you ran at least 20 or more laps. No joke. No joke for just stepping out of formation, what have you. So I definitely was in a high school military band, but that was very tiny ounce of what military lifestyle is like I'm sure I didn't get that much taste of it and so I think that would be amazing I love that idea to yeah <laughs> to show them a day overseas as a military soldier could you imagine oh my gosh oh exactly um but yeah celebrity big brother is interesting but um let me read a few tweets now, but I was going to read about Winter Olympics and that Star Trek thing threw me off. So give me just a moment here, but congrats to the U.S. winners so far. Yes, congrats to all the winners, but especially the USA winners. It's so exciting. Very cool. Mariah Nagasu is having a heyday, of course. Very cool. Whoa, this is neat. They show this video, y'all, of how she trained for the triple axel that she made history with the Olympics. So cool. Good for her. I love ice skating. Such a beautiful sport to watch. That's definitely a physical and mental challenge as well, isn't it? Well, I guess most sports are because you've got to stay positive and get through it and at the same time, you know, physical, physically challenge yourself. But, yeah, the third lady ever to land a triple axel in Olympic competition, and I think she was the first American to do it. Oh, that's so cool. I thought maybe I'm getting confused about Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. I hate to go back to all that, but – I, th- I thought they were some of the first that did triple axles, or Tanya Harding was. Maybe not. I have to. I'll have to do some research so I can clarify that because I'm a little confused. Oh, get this! The same lady they're saying, you know, did this triple axle and everything, saying, "Oh wow!" An NBC Olympics tweeted said four years ago, Adam Rippin and Mariah Nagasi were just eating hamburgers on a rooftop after missing the Winter Olympics, and tonight they doubled it. That's a big turnaround. I love that. Very cool. So cool. All right. Let me read a few more of these, see what people are saying. Hopefully I can get some more about the USA as well. Oh, yeah. I see drones. They keep showing these, I guess, for camera footage and stuff. They have these little drones I see at the Winter Olympics. Wow. The snowboarding looks really cool. How do Maya Shutsvani and Alex Shubantani celebrate a solid performance? Boston Sports News says with a fist bump. <laughs> How cute! Oh, that's a, they, they do look really good. They're doing like a I love ice skating dancing. I guess what they're calling it here. It's beautiful. I'm a couple, they're so cute. I, my parents, may they rest in peace. They loved watching ice skating and, and gymnastics. Probably why those are the two of my favorites for winter and summer. Do y'all remember Mary Lou Retton? Oh man, I love her. When she won, my parents actually sent her a telegram at the Olympics to congratulate her. Do y'all know what a telegram is? <laughs> I'm speaking old school. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Before internet days. I thought that was the coolest thing. My family and I like bonded over watching the Olympics together. And so then um, my mom's favorite ice skater was Sarah Hughes. She's amazing. And my parents would go every year to, um, uh, what's it called? Not every year when I was growing up, but when I got older, um, about, I don't know, about the last 
1998, 2008, somewhere in there, uh, they would go to, the, they call it Stars on Ice, you know, where a lot of the former Olympic ice skaters would come, go on tour and ice skate, you know, Scott Hamilton, Sarah Hughes. And so I went a few times and it was amazing. It was so fun to watch because they get, they, they do their creative dance style ice skating at the shows and it's just so fun. So fun to watch. What else are they saying? Nah, the earth is slowly warming. Eventually there won't be winter Olympics preempting your favorite TV programs because there won't be winter. Oh my goodness, Marty Groan. <laughs> That's why your name is Marty Groan, G-R-O-A-N. No wonder it's your groaning. I have to tweet that though, because retweet that because that's too funny. Because Byrony misses my regular shows, you know, like uh, uh, Will and Grace and uh, what's the other one? Oh gosh, that's not my. I mean, I do like Will and Grace, but my favorite show of all time is Grey's Anatomy, which luckily is still airing. Well, actually, I think it might be off till March first. So I just watched it on DVR from the last episode, and I think they said something about that. I was like, no, don't be off till March. I need you now. <laughs> but there's a few shows I do watch here and there, not as much, but definitely Will and Grace. And um, is Young Sheldon also on that channel? Big Bang Theory. I miss Big Bang Theory. I'm trying to, yeah, Big Bang Theory. That's the one. Uh, Big Bang Theory, Will and Grace, and uh, Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is the one I really go crazy. Like winter break, I was going crazy without my show. I'm like I need my Grey's Anatomy. That's the that's that's my little inside thing, y'all. I'll be honest with you. That's the one show that since my parents passed away, I allow myself one hour a week to cry, and it just gets me through life. That's just the one hour. I'm like, it's just one hour a week. If I need to cry, I don't always cry, but if I need to cry, that's the time. Because Grey's Nami has a lot of sad stuff. Not always, but usually there's something that can, can make trigger the crying. And so that's my me time, Grey's Nami. And it's, Shonda Rhimes is an amazing writer. Oh, my goodness me. Rich O'Toole tweeted, Winter Olympics looking like the Hunger Games. <laughs> and, of course, Johnny Weir is in the picture. <laughs> He's a really amazing ice skater himself. That's so silly. His hair is, like, up high like in the Hunger Games. How silly. Oh, my goodness. Got the wife all tucked in. Now it's time to really get my Winter Olympics on. Going to catch the tail end of the women's snowboard slope style runs. Then do where the night takes me. <laughs> How cute. A.G. Clay Jackson tweeted that. That's very cute. How many people, like, stay up all night just to watch the Olympics, I wonder? Probably, like, family and friends with the athletes that aren't over there with them. Wow. I keep telling myself what I love the Winter Olympics. I'm lying to myself. I only like the hockey. Oh, Ward Mini 10 tweeted. That's kind of how I'm with ice skating. I'm trying to get into all the other stuff, which snowboarding does look fun, but I'm mostly into the ice skating. Uh-oh, this isn't good. What happened here? Officials confirmed a cyber attack struck during Friday's opening ceremony at the Winter Olympics. Oh, that's terrible. I don't like that. So, again, we've got 25 minutes to go. Uh, if you want to call into the show, say hello. The number is 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. Give me just a moment here. Oh, no. Did I lose connection? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, Emmy, if you can hear me, I'm not sure why I can't type in the chat room. I'm trying. There we go. I was trying to do an emoji and it, it's not working. I just I was able to type again, so I think and hope I didn't lose connection. There we go. Oh, good. I was worried I lost you. I hope you're there, Emmy. If you're there, 
type high or something, so I know you're okay and you're there. I hope I didn't lose you. Um, let's see here. Okay, I'm going to play a song. we got 25 minutes to go. I'll keep watching the switchboard and tweets and all that good stuff. But, yeah, we're talking about Winter Olympics and Celebrity Big Brother tonight. And, uh, and oh, before I forget, if any of you ever want to send in topic suggestions and or guest requests, like you yourself want to be interviewed or you know someone that you think would be great to be interviewed, let me know why, you know, their story, your story, what have you, and or if you want to uh, just suggest topics to be covered, open to ideas, suggestions. Uh, best way to reach me and do that, reach out first by Twitter at Coffee Talk WC, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, spelled like it sounds, <laughs> at Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. Send me a message, tweet me there, reach out, say, hey, I was listening to your show. I think this would be a great idea or topic or, uh, uh, or will you consider me as a guest on your show, whatever. I do read all the requests. And, uh, but reach out and then I'll, I'll send you more instructions, more um, further how to how to reach out to me further from there. All right, with more details. Okay, in the meantime, here is, let me find a different song for y'all. I really need to get some coffee, but it's so late. I don't want to be up all night. Oh, my goodness. I've been, I really have been up most of the weekend. I don't know what it is. I I listen to tons of podcast episodes. I really enjoy it. I know it's funny. I have a podcast, but I do. I do listen to other podcasts, and um, especially School of Laughs, because it's, you know, for any level comedians, great advice. Love hearing comedians being interviewed and hear their stories as well and, and learn from them. But um, I listened last night to Michael Franti's wife, Sara, was on a podcast and the other day, and I finally got a chance to hear her interview. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I'll, I'll try to find it. Anyway, or just Google her name and podcast interview because it was just the other day she was on. It was a, it was a married couple that hosts the podcast she was on uh, that she's friends with. Uh, Kate's the wife's name, the podcast co-host, and I can't remember her husband's name. I can't remember. That was really good. Or just just find her on Twitter. Uh, let me see here. Give me just a, give me just a second. That was really good. But yeah, I fell asleep listening to her her episode, her interview. I mean, and it was so good. Sara S A R A, by the way, is how you spell her name, Sara. Sarah Agafranti. So find her on Twitter, S A R A A G A H F R A N T I. Tell her hi. Tell her Shell said hi. <laughs> and uh, and you can find the link to the interview, the podcast. And if not, just ask her. She'll send it your way. It was really good. It. She. I love how she was so open. She basically. It got me in deep thought last night because this is something I've always struggled with myself. Like, I think a lot of women and men do, too. <clears throat> um, I think she was very open. And I love this. That You know, like when you're in a relationship, you want to be yourself, but you, you want to be united with them. But you also want to do your own thing. Like the talk show, like this talk show podcast is my thing, you know, and um, things like that. You get, you know, I think it's healthy to do things for yourself. And at the same, do things together too. And so she was talking about for her, especially, you know, it's challenging because she was a full-time nurse. It's a really interesting story. She was from Canada. Her her parents immigrated to the U.S. from um, she's Iran, I think. Yeah, she's Persian. She says she always talks about she's Persian because she has like these Persian food recipes. But she, <clears throat> but she grew up in Canada and then uh, and then moved to America because of Mr. Franti. You know, she married Mr. Franti, so she. Um, 
she was a full-time nurse in Canada and then I think a traveling nurse in America. And then she resigned as a nurse, became full-time entrepreneur. She has like a jewelry line, but she's thinking about gradually going back to being a nurse for a bit of time and something else. She's, she's doing online schools and uh, classes and stuff for something. And I can't remember exactly. Forgive me. I can't remember, but just listen to the interview. It was so good. But, uh, she she made such a good point about that. I like how she was so open about how she was talking about for her, you know, it's already a challenge to, like, be yourself when you're in a relationship, not lose yourself, you know. Like, you want to be a united and union and do things together, but you also want to do your own thing and be yourself, too, you know, don't lose yourself. And I'm a really strong advocate for that, you know. It's healthy to be alone first before your relationship, and even when your relationship still, you know, do your hobbies, your skills, it's healthy, you know, to have your own thing, too. So, for her, she was saying it was, like, already a challenge, and then on top of that, when, you know, she started dating, especially when she married Mr. Franti, she's talking about um, not just your name, you know, it's like, like, <laughs> you know, okay, you're, you're losing your last name, you get a different last name, like, I've always kind of struggled with that myself, especially since I lost my parents, I'm like, oh, no, I don't have my maiden name, my parents that died, I don't have that name, too, so I kind of understand why a lot of women, like, hyphenate their last name be part of like that origin and 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 then the you know present future you know with the the married name but anyway but for her she was saying personally that you know she was doing these things herself and then when she was married Mr. Franti she didn't she she worked her butt off because she didn't want to just like you know get her stuff off him like her jewelry line and stuff she didn't want it to be like oh because she's Mr. Franti's wife like she made the point like because he would always be like well just put your stuff on my website or just promote it on my Twitter or my you know Facebook and she's like no 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 I want to earn this I want to do this myself so in the beginning several years ago she did everything herself she did her (laughs) she did her um own website you know, own promotions, all that. And she said it wasn't actually until recently that finally she got successful on her own doing her thing with the jewelry line and, and such, you know, her entrepreneurship goals, that she finally decided that she was comfortable with now putting a link to her, like, store website through Michael Franti's, you know, music website and all that. I thought it was really interesting that she eventually changed her mind, you know, and I thought, well, that's cool. She's got a good point, you know, if you're comfortable with it now, that's good. And if you weren't that, you know, it was really interesting But she made a big point about that, how she would tell Mr. Franti, like, no, I want to earn this. Don't promote it. I want to, you know, I want to know I, this is validation for myself, my goals, my jewelry line and, and all that. But it's really cool. Check it out. Zara Lua Designs. It's beautiful. She does like these awesome uh, my favorite are the dog tags. She does bracelets now, but she used to do these dog tags. Um, bamboo. She loves bamboo because Mr. Franti has a yoga retreat in Bali, and bamboo is like the fastest growing tree, a so cool kind of tree. So it's you know like good for the environment, recycling, and I think bamboo is beautiful. I actually have bamboo makeup brush sticks because her husband inspired by her to to do that. You know to to get bamboo stuff, uh, learning about the trees and everything. But, yeah, she used to do these awesome dog tags where she'd write, like, inspiring quotes and stuff on them. Hopefully she'll bring those back, too. But she, in the meantime, she's got really cool, beautiful bamboo and, and different um, bracelets and stuff. But anyway, but, yeah, follow her on Twitter. Check out her podcast interview. Forgive me, I can't remember the name of the podcast. I feel really bad. It was the first time I'd ever heard of the podcast. But it was really good. It was really cute to hear this married couple hosting it. I'm trying to find it here, but I can't find it. 
uh, Kate and something. Um, and follow follow her and Michael Frenchy both on uh, Instagram because they they're really into Instagram. They're so funny. They really like to post Instagram stories every day. <laughs> but uh, shout out Mr. Frenchy. He's been in uh, Nashville. I noticed recently in the studio which is awesome because anytime I think about new music coming out by Michael Fronty it's weird I just oh my gosh my heart explodes <laughs> I can't wait but yeah so again check them out michaelfronty.com I'll be right back I'm going to play another song for y'all exactly that's right Emmy she's saying it's not it's it's earned not given that's right exactly that's why I like I love Star's way of thinking. I'm proud of her for, for sticking her ground and doing that. Exactly. Um, let's see here. Here is hmm. Well, since we're talking about Michael Franti, <laughs> and this is one of my favorite songs that I always said if I had to give one message to the world, this this would be it right here. So here's Hey World by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Be right back. Enjoy. Grass was greener years ago. I swear it used to grow here, but no more here. Tell me why on this hill all the birds they used to come to fly here come to die here. And tell me why I need to know. Sometimes I wish I didn't have to know. Are you showing me? Hey, world, what you say? Should us stick around for another day or two? Don't give up on me. I won't give up on you. Just believe in me like I believe in you. Don't give up on me. 
Once again, that was uh, Hey World, Don't Give Up by Michael Franti and Spearhead. We've got about 10 minutes to go, a little less than 10 minutes to go. If you want to call and say hello again, the number is 323-642-1556. I was just reading a little more about the Winter Olympics. It says that uh, Mr. T is there. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, that's cute. There's a nice picture of him. Oh, very cool. Oh, I love that. He says I. I love that. He said, when I saw the American flag followed by over 240 Olympians, it made me feel really good. I wish all of them success. Oh, that's nice. He attended the uh, opening ceremonies. Oh, you know what? While I'm thinking about it, let's find out, see if I can find out if my old high school friends uh, got to meet up or not. Give me just a second here. I hope so. Can't tell. Let's see. Oh, nice. My friend Angela went to team figure skating today. Oh, sweet. And she went to ski jumping as well. Just trying to see if she got to meet up with Kevin or not. So far, it just looks like pictures of her and Paul, her husband. Yeah, they're sta- he's stationed three hours away from the Olympics are, so they spent a few days there. It's really cool. And then my friend Kevin, again, the uh, photographer, one of the photographers for USA Today. Oh, nice. He posted a picture of multiple exposures of gold medal gold medalist Sven Kramer during t- uh, yesterday's uh, four 5,000-meter speed skating. Wow. Well, it does not look like they got to meet up. They did. They hadn't posted it yet, but I was really hoping. They might just not have time with him working and her and her husband attending the events. But I was really hoping. I mean, where the odds all the way from Texas that they both would be there? The Olympics. I mean, seriously. You know, I grew up in Texas and all of a sudden I'm on Facebook realizing, wait a minute. My old high school friends, Angela and Kevin, are each there. Angela's stationed with her military husband over there attending the ceremony and events for a few days. And then Kevin taking photographs. I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, wait, I didn't know Kevin was here. I didn't know Angela was here. I was like, 
yeah, y'all should hang out, meet up, get a selfie together at the Olympics. I mean, that would be epic. <laughs> and post it to the alumni group. <laughs> Let's see here. KJimages.com, by the way, is my friend's blog. Y'all should check it out, those that can. And um, it's really cool. Follow his blog. And, uh, yeah, he's he has his past pictures of the Winter Olympics and Super Bowls. He's done it thir- three times now. So cool. Let me just read this la- his latest blog to y'all before we wrap up. That's just so cool. I love to see the Olympics through his eyes. He says, hey, everyone, by now you've probably seen the opening ceremony for Winter Olympics. I was assigned to cover it last night, and it's always a cool sight to witness. This one's really tough at times. I couldn't feel my fingers. Oh, my God, it's so cold there. In fact, here's my attire for the night. They did provide us with some nice swag, too, to help keep us warm. It was the coldest ever in my life. Thank God for hand and foot warmers. The ceremony itself was wonderful as I knew it would be. Opening ceremonies have always been something I look forward to growing up and now see them in person. Capture photos of the moment. That will go down in history. Still help me pinching myself. My assigned position was a level under the dignitaries above. On the third level of the stadium, it was a great view and the wind wasn't howling and blowing the cameras around. The show started with a cool tiger and some sort of story with these kids. I thought it was a Stranger Things scene when I first saw the kids pop out. <laughs> He's got a good sense of humor. The way they do some of these special effects is seriously mind-blowing. Next, it was time for athletes to walk through, and there are always great some great memories. Led by flag bearer Aaron Hamlin, the USA made their way out. Oh, that's a nice picture of the American flag soldiers. I wish y'all could see it. Oh, that's amazing. Very cool. I could go on and on, but it's mostly pictures, really cool pictures of the USA, uh, American Olympics athletes. So cool. And then my friend Angela looks like she posted, let's read a little update on Facebook. I'm not read too much. She says she went to team figure skating today. It was bittersweet because she remembered watching the Olympic figure skating with her mom. She would have loved the fact that she was watching the Olympics live. Aw, that's how I feel like when I see it. Stuff like that. My, my parents loved uh, ice skating. Olympics, too. Um, I, I mean, what are the odds that she would move there? She moved there just this, within this past year. She got married, moved there because of her husband's station there, and, and it turns out the Olympics were three hours away from her. She moved to her husband's station, uh, military base. Amazing. So cool. I know it's definitely cheering them both up, being so far away from home. Uh, yesterday she posted super cold tonight, but we bundled up to see ski jumping, then walked around the cold to try to find a bus, which was hard since not all the workers speak English, to take us back to the parking area and and thinking they were finished for the night. Korean adventure, right? <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, and we were told that these Winter Olympics were the coldest ones since uh, Lil Hammer. Yep. <laughs> uh, am I saying Lil Hammer right? I'm not sure. I do love seeing these pictures. Though. Oh, there's a beautiful picture of American colored lanterns oh that's so cool oh y'all that's so awesome go usa so so cool all right Uh, i got i got a few minutes left so i'm going to wrap up with a song uh just want to oh did you hear prescott say hi again say hi to emmy and sergeant first class jack and the screaming eagle soldiers come here say hi did you hear him he said woof there he goes again. He said hi. Did you hear him? <laughs> oh, Prescott, that was very. Oh, now he's really saying hi. Do you hear him, Emmy? <laughs> Going crazy. Oh my goodness. 
One more song. I know. He's he's ready to play Frisbee. He's like, I'm done digging socks. It's time to play Frisbee. Actually, it's almost your bedtime, Prescott. Getting, yeah. All right. Let me play one, one more song. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and say my goodbyes because I'm going to play one more song and then sign off. Um, I started a few minutes late, so I'm wrapping up a few minutes late. So one more song and then uh, I'm going to uh, be back next week, Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. And don't forget, if you want to send in your uh, guest requests and or topic suggestions, tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC anytime, day or night. Say hello. And in the meantime, here is a final song for the night. Wishing each of you a wonderful and safe week. And a, a special shout out, love and hugs to the Screaming Eagle Soldiers. I love y'all so much. And your canine partners too, Prescott. I'm glad you got to say hello again. I guess he was saying good night now. Actually, he said a little earlier. Now he's saying good night and prayers to y'all. <laughs> and uh, he just he just woofed again. He's in the other room now, but he just. I'm telling you, it's crazy. He never does that. He does that when he knows y'all are listening. It's just like he digs for socks only during these two hours each week. That's amazing. Dogs are smart. All right. So love and hugs to y'all screaming eagle soldiers and your canine partners. Blowing y'all kisses. And, uh, and, and for those canine partners and soldiers that are are no longer with us physically but with us spiritually, and love and hugs to them as well. And in the meantime, I'm trying to wish I could find the perfect song for y'all. Um, here is Butterflies by Michael Jackson.